On this episode of the podcast, we will talk about the last week of the NFL season and possible playoff matchups. We also have a little bit of discussion about the NBA. Should the Lakers and Warriors be worried or concerned? And why does Trey hate James Harden so much? It was so embarrassing. As an NBA fan, it wasn't even funny. His whole flopping and his whole arm sweep thing, that to me... It's like literally making a mockery of the basketball. Like, it is the most frustrating thing I've ever witnessed. Bigger than Ginobili's flopping. I mean, like, I don't understand. Like, it is, and, I mean, there was one play where even the, the people in the arena started laughing because they re-showed a, a play of him allegedly getting fouled. Nobody touched him. Donovan Mitchell did not touch him, and the referees called a foul. And to me, that's not basketball, man. And, like, and he, he looks like he's dying every time. And to get to the free throw line that way, man, it's just, you know, it's sad. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the New Channel Sports Podcast. I am your host, Oenyi. It is good to be back. I have the usual suspects with me today, or this evening, or tonight, wherever you want to call it. But we're back. What is going down, my brother Chris? What's good? Uh, when you play that back, you yes. came in hot. I did? You came in real hot. You know, you know I have editing <laughs> skills. I, I, I'll edit it, man. It'll, it'll be all right, man. What's good, man? Trey Day! What's up, brother? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. Good. Doing great. Good. Before I... Get my normal shout outs. I want to make sure you guys are good. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Kwanzaa, all that good stuff. Um, shout out to Lake Nation, NFC East champs, Dallas Cowboys. What's up? Shout out, number one team in the country, Duke Blue Devils. What's up? Shout out. You ready? Oh man, I stay ready, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so since, since you, you mentioned it, you know, I guess we could just go dive right into the the, the Cowboys. Head first, baby. You, let's just talk about the Cowboys. So right now, they're pretty much just, they're not going to play their starters this last game, are they? Against the Giants? They have any need to? No. They're just going to, you know, play some of the backups and get ready for their, their first round loss to whoever they're going to play. How much time you got tonight? I'm messing with you. Bro. I'm messing with you, bro. Look, it's really funny that the Cowboys, not funny, but there has been points throughout this year on this podcast where we have questioned whether or not the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs, right? Yeah. Same thing with the Texans. There has been questions. We, or not. Are you French now? No, no, me and uh, oh, Chris, okay. not you. You okay. have you have well, you have said that the Cowboys were going to make the playoffs for the most part. Yeah, but it was, a, it was a point during the season when you gave up on the division title. You gave that away when when you lost to the Texans. You don't remember? No, I don't remember. It was that. outside of the reach, but then the NFC East proved to be the least. No, okay, no, I don't remember that. All right, and the Cowboys are going to win the play of uh, the playoff game. Just you could. Our toughest matchup will be our first round matchup. So you're I, saying Super Bowl, basically? If we win, if we win the first round, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Drug test <laughs> already. Where we just started, bro. 
<laughs> That's our toughest matchup problem, bro. No, we, we we gave we gave the world the blueprint on how to make the Saints struggle. And Drew Brees, I love him to death, has been struggling. MVP. He's been. Mm, He's gonna be MVP. I, I think people will give it to him, but They're gonna it, give it to if him you base it, if you base it on a whole year's worth of work, I don't think him nor Mahomes should deserve the MVP because I don't think that they, I think that they both been. Then then who's the MVP? I don't know. They'll never give it to. They'll never give it to. Come on! I thought you had a name in place. Yeah, you, got, you, you can't. You, you, you can't, can't say. You can't rule out the top two candidates and not have a name. You gotta have a name there, bro. I, you didn't let me finish. Okay. You didn't let me. You finish. just said I don't know. That. You just I, said I, I don't know. I, I said I don't know. They won't give it to a wide receiver, um, and both of the wide receivers who I think should be mentioned. Oh, Hopkins, I get you. I feel you. <laughs> I mean, he's had a he's had a really no, good season. He hasn't listened, but I know you said Adam so Thielen the last Adam time Thielen, we had this Michael conversation. Thomas, I think he's played really well. Somebody else who will, who I think their team and a record. I mean, people are sleeping on the the true meaning of the word MVP. Christian McCaffrey, man, that kid has played to me. I mean, like with not I, a playoff. He's team. not gonna, not a playoff team, so he's not going to get it. If I have one vote, I would vote for Russell Wilson because there's no way that anybody, no sports writers, nobody outside of Seattle thought that they would be in this position with the roster that they had. This was supposed to be a rebuilding year for them. And this is on, honestly probably if, if Pete Carroll doesn't win coach of the year, I don't know who will because what they have done in Seattle, and I'm scared to death to play him. Th- that's been amazing to me. Amazing. Doug Baldwin wasn't there the majority of the season. He played with Tyler Lockett and it, one of us probably playing receiver in him, a, a running back by committee, yeah. Uh, a makeshift defense. I just think it's been crazy. I mean, you mentioned all those position players. I know we didn't think of one talking about MVP, but we're here now. And you even talk about Aaron Donald. I think that guy, if you're gonna name a non quarterback that's been killing it, it's gotta be him. I think I think his name will be mentioned, but I mean, hell, they're giving up thirty, I mean, what, twenty eight points a game or something like that? I don't think he's that dominant. I mean, he's he's Whoa, pretty good. Watch him out there. I mean, he's pretty you know, he's, he's been real he's good. pretty good, but I just don't see I mean, I, I don't think he's given us what I mean, an MVP can he beat? He can't beat straight hands right now, right? It's out of reach. No, it's no, out of reach now. Reach. He can't reach. So I, I just, I just don't. I mean, he's he's good. He's really good. But I mean, I'd vote for Khalil Mack before I voted for him. Khalil Mack's missed so many games. Yeah, that's he's true. Missed so many games. Yeah, that's uh, true. But I mean, I just, I mean, from what I've seen though, and what he's done, I mean, Khalil Mack has turned that Chicago Bears team around. Just his presence has turned it around. I agree. The, with that. the Rams defense, I, no one's afraid of their defense. I don't, I don't think anybody's afraid of their no, defense. No, they're not afraid of the defense, but they're afraid of him. Donald, <laughs> yeah. You better line up for Aaron Donald. Yeah. If I had a non-quarterback pick, it'd be Aaron Donald because he's been killing it. He's been, he's been, he's all right. Mm-hmm. He's all right. Your boy JJ Watt's been doing, I mean, better. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, you, you never know what's gonna. You never know which JJ you're gonna get. I mean, when you get triple team, and you is that what it sacks. is? I mean, he's incredible. So then Jadavian should be getting a bunch of sacks. No, no, the guy who should be getting sacks is the the worst. He might be having his worst season. Merciless, ever. merciless. <laughs> thing. You know, because he keeps doing the same <laughs> stupid that spin move. Yeah, it's the same move every time. All the too. offensive linemen just back up. They wait for him to finish the spin. Like, are you done, homie? Because you, you're not getting him this garbage. No Next more. to Watson, he's probably my favorite Texan. I just don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't. It's just come on, man. He's too talented that. to only have one move. Yeah, I mean, he, he said a pretty. Quiet season. That's, no, that's, 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 nice. that's nice. That's really nice. <laughs> Whitney, if you're out there, you've been trash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not Vander Esch or Jalen Smith or nothing like that. But I mean, he, you know, it's different positions, though. Come on now. I know, but I mean, but I'm just talking about rookies who had really. I mean, they've had a really. They've stepped up, and when their other defensive linemen and their counterparts are getting pressure, they've yeah. taken advantage of it. Okay. 
Whitney's uh he's not out of there. He's, he has. <laughs> All right, Gregory so had a better season than Merciless. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, so let's talk about some of these games. I guess Jacksonville will be traveling to Houston. This is the last week of the season, or vice versa. Is this a home game? Yeah, it's, it's a home game. Oh, why did I think it was a road game? No, yeah. it's it's in Houston. It's okay. in Houston. Um, of course, they have the Houston Texans. They have to win this game. I feel like they have to win this game to gain some momentum going to the playoffs. They lost to Philadelphia the week before. But, you know, it's the same story with the Texans. They lost because of their secondary and, you know, offensive line wasn't that great. Blah, blah, blah. Running game wasn't there. But that's we've come to expect it from the Texans now. They have to find a way to get that running game back to where it was so they have any chance to advance in the playoffs. But I still see the Texans winning this game against Jacksonville. The Texans are going to win. But you know what sucks for the Texans? As a Texan fan... For how many years we watched the Texans say the secondary's good, defense is good, running game is good. Once we get a quarterback, we legit. And for the first time the Texans have a quarterback, running game is garbage. Mm-hmm. Secondary is horrendous. I mean, you can't buy a break if you're a Texan fan. But as far as the Jaguars are concerned, our boys come into town this week. They named him to start a lineup just for us. Blake Bortles, um, he'll throw us a couple good ones. It should be a two-touchdown game. It would be pretty easy. I, I'm not as confident as you are about this game. I think the, the Jaguars are going to be looking to play spoiler in this game. They're going to be up to play this game. So if the Texans don't I, I know agree. that. I agree. But this is the thing. If the Jaguars are playing the Titans, because that's the real rivalry in the a- AFC South. Those two teams hate each other. It, if I were a Titans fan, I'd be worried. But they don't have that same rivalry with the Texans. They may be up to try to play spoiler. But if we're up on by the end of the first quarter, seven points, ten points, they're just going to bank it in, call mm. it a season. I think that Jacksonville has shown flashes of the defense that they had to, at the earlier in the season and that they had last year. And if they play like that um, – and Bortles doesn't just give you – I mean, the way y'all second-day plays, he may not throw any exceptions. <laughs> he could throw right to him and they're not going to catch it. And Honey Badger, I don't know what's gotten into him the last few weeks, man. I don't know if it's just his aggression. I don't know if it's – I don't know. He's just overthinking things. Um, I don't know. I, I I really don't know. I, I'm – you. I've got personal reasons why I would like for the Jaguars to win this game. Shout-out, Dimitri Flowers, um, Jacksonville Jaguars. Um Shout out to I'm and I'm hoping the Jags beat the break. Woo, beat the brakes off y'all. You owe me one. Uh, they hope they beat the brakes off y'all. I'm picking the Jags. Um, kicking Just field goal. You're a hater, right? Kicking the field goal as time expires to to send y'all to. The I would not six expect seat. anything less from you, Trey. <laughs> Nothing less from you, bro. So two of us have the Houston Texans. You have the Jaguars. So we talked about scenarios before the podcast started. If Houston, let's say for some reason Houston loses this game, yeah. they're most definitely going to be the sixth seed, yeah. right? There's there's no way of avoiding that. So they could they could be either from a first seed to a sixth seed from this one game. So if they do become the first, I mean the sixth seed, you had a, you had an interesting question you asked earlier. Yeah. If they lose the game and the Titans win, would you rather play the Titans on the road, or if the Texans lose and the, well, the, the Texans win and the, and, and the Colts, Colts win? Then we played in the Colts at, at home. home. Yeah. Oh yeah. I rather. I would rather them lose and play. The, oh, yeah. I, that, no that's doubt. what I say. No doubt. But you know, we we have Deshaun Watson. I think he's a difference maker. I've been saying this all year. He's a difference in that team, and he showed it. Really, he has. He whenever we're in big situations and we need to make a play, he's pretty much made play after play after play. It's just the defense hasn't been holding up his end of the bargain. So. I would love to see the Texans win. I'm not even worried about that. Mm-hmm. Just win. If they play Andrew Luck in the Colts, then 
F it, do it. Nah. Let, let's win. You're too confident, player. I'm saying right now. <laughs> if I knew the Colts were going to win that game and the Texans are going to lose or something like that, I, I, my point is I don't want to see the Colts because right. Angelo doesn't care if it's in Houston, if it's in Indianapolis. He don't care where it's at. He's going to bring his game, and he's obviously back. He's healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, their defense is a good defense. I, I just I don't think the Texans want any part of that team. I can agree with that. So the next game, once you got anything else to say, Troy? I just I, I'm I'm a little confused because I know it's not the Texans of you know the past completely, but I mean, why are y'all poo pooing on like y'all's defense like that? Like your defense, this is secondary. It's, okay. it's, it, it, every, every game you've seen yeah. so far this season. It, I mean, how many yards did have? Four hundred and seventy-one. I mean, come on, man. I mean, you you can't be confident in your defense that's, when you're giving up that many that's yards. That's the most in Eagles history. Yeah, I, you just can't be. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, I mean, you cannot be confident. I, mean, I know the Texans still almost pretty much won that game, but that was because of the Sean, the magic of Deshaun Watson, and they had a turnover, a fumble late in the game that gave them their opportunity to get a, a touchdown. But yeah. that that secondary has to somehow, some way, be better. And, and it's not. I mean, let's be real. In that game versus the Eagles. Cream Jackson went out. He changes everything. That's a guy who should mm-hmm. be in the Pro Bowl. That John, guy's, oh, oh, Cream Jackson, Jackson has killed it this yeah, season. Yeah, Cream Jackson, as far as his career, like when he first came to Houston, <laughs> people wanted him gone so bad. Yeah. But year by year by year, he has consistently gotten better. And I yeah. do agree with Chris. Chris, he, he has had a good year this you year. You want to know as far as uh, pro pro ratings of cornerbacks, you know what he's rated this season? What is that? He's top three. Wow. I'm not, not surprised. In, not in the ASC or an NFC, top three in the NFL. Of surprised. course, he didn't go to the Pro Bowl because he doesn't have that name, but he's had a great year mm-hmm. and he got hurt early on in that game versus the Eagles. I think if he played in that game, the Texans probably win no, because no. the Eagles are throwing out those short passes and that's something he's good at. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, John uh, Dilfer got J. hurt. J. Joe got hurt yeah, too. Yeah, so, did. I mean, you're missing both your starting quarterbacks. Aaron Colvin has been absolutely oh, garbage. He's this terrible. Season. He is so bad. So, um, Kareem Jackson ran into him after the Lil Duval concert a few weeks ago. You went to the Lil Duval concert? Yeah. You know, we, <laughs> my wife won tickets again. So, anyway, she knows them. Let's <laughs> okay, just say okay. my wife knows the the family. I ran into him. He's a little dude, man. Who, Jonathan Joker? No, Kareem Jackson. Oh, Kareem Jackson. He's okay, not. Okay. I mean, he's a little dude. It's shocking to me that he played. He's played a lot bigger than what. Oh, yeah. Some uh, of the tackles he makes are yeah, just he, ridiculous. The, uh, he's awesome. But I'm going to give you a number to look out for. This weekend, and that magic number is going to be twenty three points, and that would—that's probably the reason you'll win this game. You've won two games this season when your defense gives up more than twenty three points. Um, two games, mm-hmm. and every any game where they've given up any more than that, you've taken there. You beat the Colts. I think it was thirty four, thirty one. And then you guys wind up beating the – it was one more game. You beat the Dolphins 42-23. to 23. Um, But after that, once you get past that number, it means straight L. Yeah. So, luckily, Jacksonville is not that type of team. I don't think who can put up that many points. But, I mean, your defense isn't giving up a ton of points. And the games you've won this year uh, where it was a somewhat of a high-scoring game, th- those are the results. So – I don't know. I think you're poo-pooing on your defense. And well, I think that's credit. also a combination with the Texans earlier this year and during the middle year being able to run the ball and control the, the clock a little bit more. I think that Bill O'Brien kind of knows that, and that's why he's always trying to establish the running game. I, I don't trust the, the Texans in the high-scoring game. 
I just don't. Your boy has the same problem my boy has, and he's still not learned to get rid of the football. He's still holding on to the football way too long. So and I, he's, I don't, he's holding on to the football way too, way too long. He's missing. He's in, in, missing the beginning of the year, in the beginning of the year, I would agree with you. He's doing that. the same not, thing right as, now. As the Recently, year, no, 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 no. As yeah. the year has progressed, you know, when you see some of the replays and you see why he's going to the ball, it's a reason why he's going to the ball. There's nobody open. Yeah. And when he doesn't see anybody open, he does escape from the pocket and makes plays. I will agree with you. At the beginning of the year, he was holding the ball longer than he need, needed to. Okay. But the last couple of games, maybe four or five games, I have not really I'm seen that that much. I'm going to text you every time it happens this weekend. So you so you will see what I'm talking about every single time it happens. I'm, like I'm just saying he's gotten better at it. I'm not saying he hasn't gotten better at it, but that's the problem. I, I think Bill O'Brien and you were, any Texan fan knows if we don't win a Super Bowl or get to the big one, it will be because of him at some point because he also does – he's too conservative, right? And watching particularly last week as a Texan fan, there's just so many moments where the running game wasn't working. You put the, you put the ball in your best player's hands, particularly in that game that did it too late because that game is the difference between you getting a bye – and not getting a buy. Mm-hmm. So your season is in that game and they didn't play like it until it was too late. You see what I'm saying? And it's it's frustrating to watch when you have a player that good, let him go win the game. If yeah. he has to throw 50 times, throw it 50 times, bro. That's the game we had to win. I don't want to see him throw it 50 times against the Jaguars. We got a playoff game the next week. Mm-hmm. That's not the time to do it. The time to do it was last week. And he failed at that. Well, I, I, the Texans were up by halftime. Correct me if I was wrong. I think it was like 16-13. 16-13. They were up by halftime. I mean, I still see... I'm not the biggest Bill O'Brien fan. You know that. But I still think that the team had the opportunity to win. Is he holding them back? I'm going to wait and hold my judgment until after the playoffs. Because I do still think that this team has to find a way to establish a running game. They did look pretty good when Lamar Miller was there. And they were running the ball consistently. Giving that defense some rest. I I still think that might be the best formula for this Texan team. Because that's what makes them so complete. Other teams don't really have the option to do that to establish a running game. Nah, the you can establish it, but there has to be a point where you realize, bro, this ain't working. Uh-huh. But, but this seems, year, this year for me, click for him enough. Well, for, for me, this year, when you look at the score, I don't think the Texans lost by more than seven points yet this year, bro. Deshaun Watson, you already said this week. Deshaun oh, Watson he said hasn't he hasn't lost the game since <laughs> his sophomore year in high school by more than a touchdown. Right, right, right. So that's that's that also gives me a little more confidence too going into the playoffs. But yeah. let's talk about this game real quick. So we have the Colts. And the um, Tennessee Titans, that's going to be Sunday Night Football. That game's going to be played in. Game of the week. Yes. That's going to be played in Tennessee. That's right. a uh, playoff game. Before we start discussing that, do we know if Mariota's playing or not? I have is not, that still I up in the air? Heard. I have not heard if he is or not. I, I don't know if he is or not either. But I guess we can give our predictions based on if he is or if he's not playing. As the Texan fan of me says, it's a close game. The Titans win 16-13. That's what the Texan fan of me wants to say. But speaking objectively, I think particularly if Mariota can't play, I mean, the, Titans, the Colts are going to run all over, man. All over. Them. I don't think it's going to be that like that. I, think, they're gonna I, think, it be, I think it would be close regardless. Just because of the nature of the game, where it's being played at. It's being played in Tennessee. That doesn't if it was being played in Annapolis, I might agree with you more. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a slower it's not going to be on, you know, it's going to be on turf. So I think it's going to be a little bit slower yeah. for Andrew Luck and those guys. So I still think it's going to be a close game. I feel like that's the only way that Titans have a chance. And Derrick Henry is going to have mm-hmm. to be running his butt. And he's been running pretty good lately. As of he's late. been running good. Yeah. But he ain't running as that close defense. Because the close defense is pretty good this right, season. Right, right, right. Particularly later on in the year. I, I just, 
if Mariota is not playing and they're not able to establish a run with Mariota and with Henry, then they don't have a shot. Nah, nah, nah I, I, you put too much stock in Mariota to me. I think it doesn't matter if it's Mariota. For me, it's or, not so much Mariota. It's I, more that his I'm ability to run is to control the game. If they mm. can't control the game, they're going to get blown out. Mm, I don't see a blowout. That's just me personally. But I, I'm going to, I still going with the Colts in this game. I think Andrew Luck has it. There's just some players that have that. One of the, there's a big moment yeah. and you need your team to win. I think that's Andrew Luck. I don't think it's Mariota or Blaine Gabbert, but I still do think it's going to be a close game. But because Andrew Luck is playing over there, he's going to pull out the victory. It's going to be something like 24 to 21, something like that. Are you talking close game? I, th- yeah. I think, I think the game will be pretty close too, because I, I don't think, you know, poor, Jackson, Adore Jackson, the corner. He, I don't think he can get beat the way he got beat like a, I mean, he got beat like a drum last game. But I think the Titans are going to have to worry about the, the Colts have committed to passing the ball out of the backfield yeah. and they use Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron can get 16 targets or he can get six. Yeah. Um, and if T.Y. Hilton is anywhere close to being healthy, I think they're always going to stand a shot at this game. I literally think that this will be the game of the week. Um, I think a game we'll talk about really soon will be a close second to that. But I just can't go against I just can't go against Andrew Luck. But I think this game is going to be a lot closer than what people think. Yeah. Um, and I and and for me, I'm kind of I can't believe I'm getting ready to say this. Um, I kind of agree with Oinian that I don't think I don't care if it's Gabbard or Mariota. I think that Gabbard's going to give them a chance because the Titans receivers aren't that bad. I mean, with all things considered. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've got to stop Derrick Henry, the one-on-one matchups outside with Davis, they're gonna they're gonna give him some problems. And Gabbard, for some reason, just he's slinging the thing like he's I don't know. 18 again, 20 years old again. So I, I think we all have the Colts winning. I think it's by different numbers, basically. I think I think if Tennessee can't control the running game early, it'll be done early. Well, let's just say this. If Jacksonville upsets Houston and the Colts win like we're all predicting, it'll be the last game of the day. Um it's trouble. That's it's gonna be trouble. Like I don't think you want that problem because if the Colts win, the Colts win in the they, Texans they, host, so they win the division. Yeah. I mean, so look, 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 bro. You talk about not wanting this or wanting that. It's a matter of what the Texans do this year. Getting to the playoffs is a win for me personally. Let me finish. Let me finish before you start going off. It's going to be the Colts. It's going to be the Chargers. It's going to be the Chiefs. It's going to be Baltimore. One of those teams, right? That fall into the equation. All those teams are tough teams that we're going to have to face, and we all pretty much think the Colts are going to win. So it really doesn't matter at this point. And we're all hoping that the Titans might win, so we have an easier opponent in the playoffs. It's still going to be the playoffs. When the Texans get to the playoffs, I still – Deshaun Watson, like I was talking about Andrew Luck being that guy. Deshaun Watson's that guy to me. When the big stage is there and you need your team to win, he's going to make sure the Texans are going to be in that position to win. So I, that's how I feel about that. If Let's, the, go if ahead, the Colts ahead. get home field advantage, if the Colts play a home game the first game, I honestly think they'll play in the AFC Championship. I'm telling you this right now. I do I, think, I think that, that they could play in the AFC Championship if they, if they get – if they're not, not a wild card. I'm, I'm not arguing that. We're not, not, we're not, we're not, we're not arguing argue that. that. I'm, that. All I'm arguing is that. I don't think the that, Texans will do that. Nah. I'm just being honest with you. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not. For, I'm, not look, I'm, being, I'm not being a hater. I'm being honest with you. As far as the way the NFL is built right now, mm-hmm. the Saints are the only team right now that I'm saying they should be in the Super Bowl. Oh, well, somebody told you that at the beginning of the season. You said as a bold prediction. It was a bold prediction. <laughs> <laughs> it, was it was not bold. bold it wasn't bold. But that's the only team right now I look at and I say, you got two home games. Your quarterback is a veteran. You've been there before. You've won a Super Bowl before. That's the only team right now I look at and I say, you should be in the Super Bowl. Everybody else, I feel like it's a toss-up. In the AFC, I think it's a toss-up. 
not not necessarily a toss up, but it's it's a little bit less predictable than the NFC. I'm I'm just so, so glad all this is recorded. Who's in the AFC for you then? The that's a a given. No, no, I'm not. I'm I'm saying the Saints are the only team I look at. They have the best chance to make the Super Bowl. I don't think the Saints have. I mean, I said at the beginning of the season because I I mean, I honestly think that was a bold prediction. If I had to give you a bold a bold prediction right now, they wouldn't be it. I don't think so. The who Saints, has the best I don't chance think of the going to Super Bowl? Yeah, right yeah, okay, and, yeah. I don't think the Saints are playing good right now. They're, they're, I, this is the perfect no, time I agree, to play I, that. I agree. Well, not about that. They're not playing great now, but that team at that stadium. In January, they're hard to beat. Bro, I'm just being honest with you. If but that's fine. So, 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 so if you had to pick one team from either conference, so you say, if I had to choose a lock for the Super Bowl, you had to choose one, who would it be? One for each or just no, one? No, no, just one, one, one team. Just one team. But that's what I'm saying. To the, get to the Super Bowl? If yeah. I had to pick one team, it would be the Saints for me. And for me, I, I would it, pick the Saints. If so. I had to pick one, I'd probably pick the Seahawks. As a to lock. Because I don't think anybody else is a lock. I don't think anybody. So else is you're lock. picking the Seahawks to be a lock, but yet the Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl. I'm, uh, you just you told me if I had to pick somebody, that's right. how I would pick. But you do realize right now that, and I told you if the Cowboys beat the Seahawks, we're going to the Super Bowl. Okay, so basically you're saying the winner of the Cowboys Seahawks will go to the Super Bowl. Card game is yeah. the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> that's that what was, I said. That was interesting. So I think another interesting game is going to be Cleveland and Baltimore. That's the second. That's best game of the weekend. That's going to be an interesting game. I don't. I don't think it's a lock at all. No. for Baltimore to win that game. Yeah. Cleveland's been playing pretty darn well, especially since they got beaten by the Titans and the whole thing with Hugh Jackson and all that stuff. Baker Mayfield is playing with some heart. I still think Baltimore's going to win that game, but it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Okay, um, I knew we we're going to talk about this game. This is not a boat prediction on my part in any way. I think Baker Mayfield is going to throw about three or four interceptions in this game. Baltimore is going to break the bricks mm. off. We're of just going to blow out today. No, no, but I'm going to tell you why. Let me tell you why, though. Baker Mayfield, he has a little, you know, flair to him. Right. The 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 Ravens are going to humble him. I promise you. <laughs> the Ravens are in their locker room are waiting for him. They are you a Baker him. Mayfield fan? No. Okay. I, I, I cannot I, stand. I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> they are going to humble him just like the Texans humbled him. They that will, will humble him. That will be the biggest upset of the weekend. You got the Browns. The Browns are going to win that game, and they're going to finish eight, seven, and one. Hmm. And I and I was I was I would have lost a lot of money. I would have lost thousands of dollars at the beginning of the season if anybody was brave enough to bet me that they wouldn't win eight games. I tried to bet everybody when that whole hard knocks thing came out and they went eight games. I bet I tried to bet everybody, and people backed out when they when there was uncertainty with Tyrod Taylor or yeah. Tyrod Taylor. I'm so glad they backed out mm-hmm. because I, I'm 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 a believer. I am a believer. In so Baker with, Mayfield or the Browns in general? I'm a I'm a believer in how they do. And and this is another game we're going. Y'all aren't going to want to talk about it, but I I'm going to in, interject when we do it. But right now, it's just something to say about when 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 you count players out and then they start believing in each other. Forget the coach, forget no, the friend. When I they start it. believing in each other and they feel like they've got a chip on their shoulder and they just yeah. want to prove something. Yeah. I think you you alluded to it with the Hugh Jackson thing. Like that's that's magical. Yeah. And like and it's just like it gives you no reason to believe that they should be. In football games. I'll say this. I know we weren't going there, but what the Browns are doing is probably going to th- have them think about keeping Greg Williams. Yeah. That's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. Don't do that, Cleveland. It's a terrible You're idea. on the right track now. You want yeah. to hire a real coach, not Greg Williams, a yeah. bounty hunter. Right. That's not your head coach. Exactly. But the reason why I think the Ravens are going to humble him is he's had, and you can, you've watched him play. He's had too many games where he's almost trying to defy the NFL. You remember right. when Rosen came in? Yeah. Uh, the NFL said, I'm going to come in and be great. And, yeah. every, and it seems like every team that's playing the Cardinals is showing him, like, bro, yeah. this is the NFL. 
I think the Ravens are going to do exactly that to him. And it's in Baltimore. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. going to be, man. It's, it's, I, but I think this, this could be one of those games for Baker Mayfield that will show people why he was that man, why he was the number one pick in the draft. And he's, um, like somebody that they should have believed in from the very beginning. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I like him. Uh, I like what Cleveland's doing and I think they're going to upset the, the Ravens. I really do. But, the whole deal with Lamar Jackson, I can't, I, I, I can't, hmm, I can't say ever, but this is probably one of the most proud, the most proud I've ever been of any player in in a season. And I'm not saying it because he's black, right? I'm just saying for him to stay true to who he was and tell people I'm a quarterback, yeah, like I'm a quarterback. No, you want to work me out receiver? No, no, I'm a quarterback. For the Ravens to take a chance and say, you know what? Fine. We're going to draft you. We, we're going to throw you out there receiver sometimes. We're going to let you play quarterback for Joe Flacco to, you know, get injured. And now for them to have what they have on his hands and for, to see somebody who's rushing the ball for a hundred yards a game and only throwing for 120. I don't know how long that could last in the NFL, but it sure is very, very pleasing to see somebody who was told you can't do this. You can't do this. You don't have the skill set. And for him to have his team I on the mean, verge of. I mean, of, that right there is a shout out to the GM. What, absolutely. Ozzie, Ozzie Smith. Yeah, Ozzie Smith. Ozzie right? Newsom. Ozzie Newsom. That guy. I mean, the Ravens have been good for so many years. And the reason why, look at their track record of yeah. draft picks. He doesn't miss. Yeah. He just doesn't get it wrong. And when he gets it wrong, it's not often. So, I mean, shout out to Lamar over there. I I think when you're watching, watching those two teams, they're both rookie quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You look at the defense, you look at the running game. The Ravens' defense and running game is phenomenal. The Ravens are a team, because I think they're going to win this game. The Ravens are a team of a dark horse to pick to get to the Super Bowl. That would be the team. Lamar Jackson's not going to beat anybody with his arm. But the fear of his legs, he can throw a dart when he needs to throw a dart. Absolutely. And then when you're down to the Ravens, 14-3, 7-0 early in the game, you might be done. Mm -hmm. Because the door is closed. You're not scoring on them. Period. Mm -hmm. I think Baltimore's a good team, too. I would agree with you more so. Nothing against um, Lamar Jackson, but if Joe Flacco was still the quarterback, I would. I'm not finished yet. That's what I was going to say. They wouldn't Do be not, in the situation. They wouldn't be in the no, situation. They wouldn't be in the situation. But wait, if, wait, wait. if you brought him in during the playoffs, that's what I was going to say. Flacco, exactly. He excels in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. That's, so that's the reason why I would agree with you if it was Flacco. But I'm, I'm not. But this is what I'm saying. But this is what I'm saying. No, I would. He, they can't point. do that now. No, I'm not, I don't think so. I think they can. I think if you have a game where you're down 14-0 early. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the start, start yeah, to start the game. Lamar Jackson is going to be starting every oh, yeah. game. But, I'm, but <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying is it wouldn't surprise me if the, the, if the Ravens had a plan on whatever anything goes wrong. Even right. the slightest thing goes wrong right, with throwing right. in Flacco. Yeah. And, and it, right, they should. And that is a dangerous thing. You're right. If Flacco comes back in a situation and he's rejuvenating, he's like, I'm going to try and take this team to the promised land. Yeah. I can see Flacco doing it. But it, we've seen the changing of the guard a lot. And teams just saying, you know, giving up on – if you want to say proven players and not necessarily giving up on them, but not necessarily putting them back in. I mean, seven, eight weeks ago, nine weeks ago, Nick Chubb wasn't supposed to be this guy. Like, I mean, he was, he was a third string running back, right? Mm-hmm. On available. And, and, Cause Hyde was there and mm-hmm. like, no. And now all of a sudden he's playing like, Unbelievable. Well, you know why they had to put him in? They rushed him three or four times, and every time he got the ball, he took it to the house. <laughs> yeah. You have yeah. a choice. He has no choice after that. Absolutely you got to play the man. All right, so the next game that I think is interesting is uh, Cincinnati is traveling to Pittsburgh. It's interesting to me because of the situation Pittsburgh is in right now. So basically, they have their <laughs> might just miss the playoffs yeah. altogether. Yeah, um, this is absolutely a must win for them. I see them winning the game, but. What's the scenario? They, Baltimore has to lose. Have so to lose. Baltimore has to lose, mm-hmm. or the Colts and the Titans tie. tie. Okay, so yeah. Baltimore so has to lose. Baltimore has to lose. 
And well, we've seen crazier things this right, season. Right. So I think I think I I don't know if it was myself or someone did mention that they had opportunity to miss the playoffs this year. Yeah. Sometime during the middle of the year, we said because of all the distractions and everything that's gone place with with Pittsburgh, yeah. and now. They're they're probably gonna miss the playoffs this year. Well, I mean, but let's be real. When you look at their schedule, they haven't they haven't lost. It's only one game they lost. Like, hey, what were y'all doing? Their schedule, the, their schedule was tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be in December, go back to back weeks. Patriots, Saints. I mean, come on now. But but the Patriots game, they should have won that game, right? They won the game. Yeah. And then the Saints game, they should have won that game. They could have won the game. I mean, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying though. I mean. Uh, I, I got to look for back. For me, that tells me about the quality a, of their team. The Saints game? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I rarely, 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 in the time we've been doing this podcast, I've rarely gotten on here and talked about officiating. And that was one of the worst officiating. There were it some was, bad calls. It was calls some of those things that. where you're like, damn, there was they a, really want the Steelers to yeah. lose? Was that a pass? There was a that pass interference. That was a terrible call. He, I mean, he... No, no, no. By no. the rule, by the letter of the law, he did put his hand on his back a little bit, bro. But oh, that no. was not passing yeah, the fans. It wasn't like that. I mean, no. that, that's that was a that was a game changing play too for because they went in there and they scored that touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a big swing for them. Yeah. But for me, this season, you look at the Steelers, you look at the Panthers. In the middle of the year, the Steelers are seven two and one. Mm. The Panthers were three games clear of the wild card. You would have bet everything that at least one of those teams going to make it. Right now, it looks like both of them are not going to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. which is stunning. To have. But I don't think it's that stunning because it is. I talked about the NFL being you have average teams. There's a lot of average teams. If you want to call them average teams, I call them above average teams. But there are a lot of above average teams. Even the Saints, if you catch the Saints on a good day, Dallas Cowboys, they're not a good team, Dallas Cowboys. I don't think they're, they're above average team. But if you catch them on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is that there is not a real elite team in NFL right now. Elite. Okay. Uh, I, and then the next the next one down probably be a great team. There, there ain't I, no great team. I don't I think, think there are two great teams. Okay. No. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Chiefs at home. No, sir. Saints at home. Okay. That, that's, I, that, that, that's a good. But overall, I can still see someone being the Chiefs because their defense is not that good. But their defense is forget not that good. Their defense that? is and terrible. And they, and they, and they, and they have a rookie quarterback. I didn't say they're unbeatable. All I'm saying is for a team to go there and win is going to take an extraordinary effort. But, when I say extraordinary effort, it's going to take mistakes by both the Saints at home and the Chiefs at home. See, I think if they both play mistake free football, you're not going to beat them. I don't. Th- I don't. I don't think that's the case. I think this year is one of the years where there's so much parity in the NFL that mm-hmm. you have literally you have the halves. The have nots, and then let's try again next year. I mean, I think there's really there's three. There's I don't think there's an elite, good, great. I think there's some haves, mm-hmm. there's some have nots, and then there's some teams that are just flat out terrible. But it's not even that many of them. There's this not. Year, there's to be not. That, to be that honest, I mean, to be honest with you. But if you think about the six teams, or I mean, the seven or seven or eight teams that are vying for playoff spots in the in the NFC yeah. e, uh, NFC, and the seven or eight nine, I should say nine probably in the AFC. Those are really good teams. The other ones are just they're missing. They're missing the boat. It's about another ten teams that are really good. They're just they don't have what it takes mm. for them missing a player and injury. Yeah. The rest of them didn't have a chance twelve weeks ago. Right. So I I think that this year there's been a lot of parity. I think that's what the NFL wanted. I really do. This is it couldn't have worked out better for the NFL. With everything else going on, I don't think it could have worked out any better for them. This season is going. This playoffs is going to be remarkable. I hope so. It's I really remarkable. hope it is remarkable. I I I, I think it has a chance, but. The, I think y'all would agree with me with this. Playoffs all matchups always matter in the playoffs. We know that. Absolutely. But I think this the way it's shaping up. We'll see how the seeding ends up. There are just too many matchups where I know certain teams would lose, right? So I know you're not, not gonna agree. 
if the Texans were somehow to get the two seed, right, and end up meeting the Ravens, I think the Texans are going to win that game because of the Ravens, the way the Ravens play. I don't think they can beat the Texans. Just like if the Texans went to Arrowhead, I'm a Texans fan. I would bet everything. The Texans ain't going to win that game. <laughs> They're just not going to. Mahomes is going to have 600 yards. Well, there's, there's, there's a lot of factors that go I, into I play. I just think there's, there's too many teams that I know are going to lose games, right? I, that's, I, that's the way I see it. Well, the, the, I, I don't think it's as close as you guys are making it seem. Well, I don't the, think the so. big factor to me, especially in the AFC, is the quarterbacks we're talking about in the AFC. Most of them are young quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson, so for me, Patrick Mahomes, it, then Lamar it Jackson. A wash. Then it becomes no. a wash. Though. Right, right, right. But it becomes more unpredictable to me also in the incident. To me, it does. The only quarterback that I can look at and say, you know, I'm probably going to know what to expect from him is Tom Brady. But he hasn't looked like Tom Brady as, no. you know, the past couple of weeks. So yeah. I kind of throw him out to the equation. And the only other quarterback I look at is probably Phillip Rivers. But he's never made it to the big game. You know, leading his team to that big game. So I still think the AFC is wide open. I agree with you, but I, I, I think it's wide open. And the reason I disagree with what you're saying, Chris, is that this is one of the this is honestly one of the first times in my life I've heard announcers, I've heard people like us, people that do podcasts, I've heard just the uh, average football fan saying that was one of the best games I've ever seen in my life. Like I'm not talking about like the best game of the year or the best game I've seen in the last couple of years. They're talking about this is the best game I've seen in my life. The, that <clears throat> excuse me, that Chargers and Chiefs game that was phenomenal. Know, that was unbelievable. That was the Rams and Chiefs that was a good game. Unbelievable. I mean, like even I mean, people won't say it, but that Cowboys Saints game that was captivating because the way it turned out, it was not anything like you expected. It was a good game. It was a very, it was a really good game because that game really wasn't over until the it really wasn't over until the very end. And it was a Drew, close game. And when Drew Brees got the ball back, everybody in America that wasn't a Cowboys fan was expecting that game to end a little bit differently. Yeah. And it the, it was set up for that. But I think that I've 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 just not seen that. I've not, I can't tell you the last time I've seen it in a season where I said that was the best game I've ever seen. I haven't said it even one time. And people have said it on multiple occasions. When the Chargers went down and had the guts to say, you know what? We going for two and we going to win this damn thing. Like, nah, bro. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And to come back from where I mean, I think the defenses have caught up with the offenses. The offenses have to – I mean, these rookie quarterbacks, there's too much tape on them right now. They've taken away a lot of their strengths. Oh, that Seahawks and Chiefs game was a good game. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, a really good game. I just think I think there's some matchups that you don't want, and that's going to be the difference. The Cowboys, the people they don't want to play, they're going to play them. The reason why I'm so high on the Chiefs is out of all the teams in the NFL, man, they're the most battle-tested. They played all the great teams. And they lost to most of them. They, they lost a handful of them. I think they lost three of them. What, what, good, team, what good teams did they beat? Did they beat the Rams? Did they lose that one or did they win? Because they beat... They lost it the Rams. They lost, they lost the Rams. Them. Okay, I think they lost all of them. They, they lost all of them. Yeah, they did lose and, all and, of them. And Russell but, Wilson. Hey, but wait. Were they, are, were they at home? And Russell Wilson. No, out, no, no. Don't, none of them ran home. But Russell Wilson out-Mahomed Mahomes. And I think that that's. But no, to, for, for anyone who's watched the NFL and has watched Russell Wilson, you expect that from Russell Wilson. I, I did. I'm not going to lie but, 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 Because Mahomes is still a young quarterback. But it's not just that Mahomes. But this is the difference, though. What is always a knock on Andy Reid teams? During the playoffs, they tend to choke. No, that, that's I no just, doubt. I don't think no this doubt. team is going to choke this season but because they're so battle-tested. But that's something that's in the equation. It's still there in the yeah, equation. But, yeah, but you're, you, I mean, think about it. They're, they're missing arguably one of the best running backs in the NFL mm-hmm. because he just chose to be yeah. ignorant. Yeah. Um, they're, mi- they're missing that. So Damian Williams, I mean, mm-hmm. but they're still they they're the favorite in the come out the AFC though. I, it I might not be by much. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. 
Who's the favorite? I, the I, I think the favorite in the AFC that if, if people were going to bet on it, and if you, we could probably check the odds and see what they say, is somebody who shouldn't be, and that's going to be Tom Brady. I don't think I mean, anybody, nobody, I don't think the favorite, nobody in their right mind is going to bet against Tom Brady. I mean, I can understand that point, but I still think that the Chiefs are the favorite to come out the AFC right now. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm asking you if you had to pick a favorite, are you picking the Patriots? If I had to pick, if if yeah. the Patriots and, and Chiefs play, the Patriots are going to beat them. In Arrowhead. In Arrowhead. The Patriots will beat them wherever they play them at. I'm just being honest. I'm not, I'm not going to debate that because I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots. <laughs> I think, I think I the mean, Colts. I think the Colts will beat the Chiefs. Look, I think there's a lot of parity in the AFC period. I think that, I know you're not going to agree with me, the Texans could go into one of these locations and win two. If everything is falling into place, okay. No. I think so. I, I think, think so. the Texans can go into Gillette and win. Because they've been there so much, I might as well just rent the rent the visitors' <laughs> locker room. I mean, at this point, but the, against the Chiefs, no way. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a Texan fan. If, if the Texans beat the Chiefs, I'd be stunned. There's this, there's this too much for the Chiefs to prove to me, even though they're still the favorite for me to say the Texans have no shot to beat them there. That's just my my thing right there. That that's yeah. just it. If they had a veteran quarterback, there's no way. I'd be like, I'll be on board with you 110%. But then you throw into the equation the whole Andy Reid thing. He has to, you know, win some playoff games. He has but to win his playoff thing, games. Though, Andy Reid doesn't lose to teams like the Texans. That's not the top. That's why I don't see them losing that to that type of team. Mm. And if they play the Ravens, I, I, I they could lose to a team like no, the Ravens. But you know what? You, I, I'm glad you say that because I, I do think there's something about this Texan team to where I feel like they're trying to make an identity for themselves. I think that will be the game. I can yeah. see that. That and and uh, this is a, it's going to be an interesting playoff. Let's put it that way. it's going to be very very interesting to see what these playoffs go into play because there there are a lot of superstars in this playoffs. Right? Yeah. You have Patrick Mahomes. You have Andrew Luck. You have Deshaun Watson. Keep going. Name the quarterback. Keep going. <laughs> Who else? No, I, I'm just, I'm interested. Are you going to name Ezekiel Elliott? Yeah, Ezekiel but you're not going to name their Dak quarterback. <laughs> no, no, no. But okay, okay. Look. But this is the thing about He's that. A star in the no, league. no, this is, this is the thing though. He has an opportunity to make a name for himself in this playoff. Absolutely, yeah, that's that's the thing. Absolutely, you, we haven't really seen when he was in the playoffs last. Yeah, he played pretty well. Yeah. Okay, so he has the opportunity to do that in this playoffs as well. The regular season, that's that's in the books, for, close to being in the books. Yeah, it, we're going to see some somebody in these playoffs is going to come out of the pack and be like, oh, that's the guy. We're already talking about Patrick Mahomes, the regular season, all that other stuff. Someone's going to come out of the playoffs and be like, that's the guy. It might be Phillip Rivers. Okay, now give me a bold prediction. You can say somebody, who who's the guy that's coming out? Oh, man. If I had to pick someone going into the playoffs right now, that would be that guy that no one's really talking about. And I, The one person I can think of right now is not even a quarterback. Yeah. I would say Amari Cooper. I think if Trey is correct – yeah, that's the guy. He has to continue to play the way he's playing. You know, what's so funny. I was going to say Mark. <laughs> I really has, was. He has I don't. To. I can care less for number four, but Mark Cooper's better. Than I thought he would be. So Trey, I'm apologize to you on the podcast. No, is it, but Your he boy has, pretty good. No, no, no. But <laughs> if, if they shut down Amari Cooper, the Cowboys have absolutely. Well, no that's chance. number four though. Number four. That's no. their number four. Mm-hmm. Their number four is not very good. But I'm, I'm not really wor- – if you're going to name another player, I'm a Texan fan. I'm going to name Kareem Jackson. Kareem Jackson? That man's going to be a household name before these playoffs are over. I hope so. I hope so. so. I, 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 I'll i tell you, first of all, to follow up on what we were just talking about, the Chiefs have 4-1 to odds as of right now, and the C, uh, the Patriots have an 8-1 to odds. So Vegas – a 6-1 to odds. Sorry, 6-1 to odds. So Vegas is saying the Chiefs have a little bit better odds, but I think it depends – the home field advantage flopped. I think that that was absolutely, that was absolutely. But um, 
number four is 31 and 16 in three years as a starting quarterback in the NFL. There's Man. one quarterback with one more win than he has in the past three years. Mm-hmm. One quarterback in the NFL has more wins than him. Mm-hmm. You know who that person is? Who's that person? Thomas Brady. Thomas how, Brady. How, many, how, many, how many playoff wins does number four have? Uh, uh, as many as the uh, other number four. Uh, <laughs> but if the if they if they shut down if the Seahawks shut down Amari Cooper like they normally will, but the Seahawks have been cocky enough to try and play man defense. Cole Beasley, listen to me. Cole Beasley will probably have ten catches in this game, and he will be the reason the Cowboys beat the Seahawks. Okay, so let's let's, let's calm down on these players. I'm let's, being totally honest I, with you. I, we have another week left. The next week following, that's when we're going to have everything locked into play. But this week, there's a lot of teams because everything so, is some, some things already set. Right, some things already so set. Yeah, so let, let, let's try to Drew save Brees everything. Is, Drew Brees isn't even playing this week. Yeah, right. He doesn't have to. I don't see. I don't agree with that, man. Well, no, he's going to play. He's going to play a couple of series. Okay, I just don't I, agree I, with that. I think he shouldn't play at all. I, I disagree with that. As, okay, if, but it's, if it's a veteran quarterback. I don't think he There's should no play. Need to play him. I disagree. Particularly when you're I playing totally a rival disagree. like the Panthers, Luke totally Kuechly can disagree. sack him and land on his shoulder. It's no, over. I nah, totally bro. disagree. I don't I'm think he should play him at all. Mm-hmm. To, okay. Let him ha- let him get his two weeks off. So yeah, he's got two back. weeks yeah, off. I'm, okay. I'm good with that. Watch, but Mark someone, someone, someone like a someone like a a rookie. I talk about these young quarterbacks. Someone like a younger quarterback. You're playing something. Like he's not. It depends who you are. Like Romo went to where did he go during y'all bye week? Cancun, bro. Cancun. Yeah, Romo got to play. I don't like. He's not gonna pull a Romo, bro. He's okay. going to be preparing at home. Okay. I will be shocked if uh, Drew Brees is not prepared Mark the that tape. Okay. I love Drew Brees. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the biggest Drew Brees fans there is. Just mark the tape. That's all. What's the next game? All right. So another game I want to talk about, um, New England and the Jets. Go we all, Jets. We, J-E-T-S. We want the Jets to win as Texans fans. Nobody wants the damn Jets to win. Well, you mean me, nobody? Me and nobody. Chris want the Jets to win as Texans fans. So yeah. if the, the Texans were somehow to win... And the Jets beat New England. What time is that game? Uh, the New England game is at twelve o'clock, same time. Good, good. as good. The, the, so the NFL game. can't cheat them. Yeah. Good. Okay. Good. And, and what time did the Chiefs play? Uh, let me look. Uh, I, I, I could check. I could check. Yeah, that go out. ahead and check for me. It's probably the late game. If the Chiefs, the Raiders, oh, right? So then the Jets have no chance. They they are pulling out. All, they they have to win this game because they want everybody to go through Gillette to to try and win the AFC. If they lose this game, the Chiefs have absolutely nothing to play for. Nothing to play for. Because the Chiefs I, and Chargers we're, 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 we don't care about the Chiefs. Don't, we don't care about the Chiefs. I care about the, the Jets Texan. beating for the, for the, the Patriots. For that's the not, that's not why I'm telling you the Jets don't have a chance. Forget the the the, the, the Patriots aren't <laughs> looking back. They're not looking back at the Texans. They're looking at if the Chargers and the Chiefs lose, they get the number one seed in the AFC. That's what their goal is. Don't get me wrong. We both think the league is going to win, okay? Well, you made my bold prediction yet, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I know we're doing bold predictions, but I do have one. I have a bold prediction. Go ahead. The Jets will upset the Patriots in Gillette. I'm not saying it just as a Texas fan. That's a wish. It's not a wish. That's a wish. Did you see what the Jets did last week? They had a good week last week. Mm. Darnold had a good week. And remember, he's going to have a bookend. He stunned the Lions coming into the season. They stunned the Lions at Detroit. Matt Patricia. What is Matt Patricia? He's a former defensive coordinator for the guess who? New England Patriots. I had the Sam Darnold upsetting the Patriots at Gillette. You know what, sir? You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You've been New smoking England. that good, good. New England is going to win this game. Um, the Patriots in situations like this, big-time situations at home, they just don't lose. As much as I would love the Jets to go up in Gillette and beat them for the Texans' sake, it's just not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. I Mark have a bold tape. prediction. Mark the tape. I have a bold prediction too. When we get to, if we get to that game, how many bold predictions you got today? Did I give you one? No, I, didn't I, give you one. I didn't give you I one. I gave you one. I think it was one yet. 
Mm-mm. All right, so I've, I've gone through all the games. Those are pretty much the only games worth mentioning. No, sir, there's not. There's a okay, game so Minnesota and Chicago is uh, that the one? I, I see, I, no, I, but there's I, I no. Mean, that's a good game. That's gonna be a good game. Yeah, it's a good that's game. That's gonna be really. But what's at stake in that game? Um, that Chicago's for, already okay. Minnesota has to win to get in the playoffs. Okay, if Minnesota loses this and the Eagles win, the Eagles are in. Okay, okay. if Chicago needs to win that game and have the Rams lose, which is not likely, but if the Rams lose, Chicago will be the number two seed. Okay. So there's a lot of mistakes. So Chicago in that game. wants to play and win that game. So so basically that game is going to be either Minnesota or Philadelphia. Philadelphia, exactly. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's so that 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 but Minnesota's gonna get in. I think they're gonna beat I think they're gonna beat the Bears. Um and Washington Philadelphia has the wrong team to play this week because Washington even but that's the NFL set it up. Man. Yeah, I know, man. That, that's <laughs> all these divisional games at the end of the year. If they were playing anybody else, they could mm-hmm. be like, ah, okay, cool. We're gonna yeah. get the, get in this thing, even yeah. if Chicago wins. But if they don't, um, I mean, the Redskins wouldn't love anything more than to spoil them. Yes, just spoil that for them. Agent Peterson might rush for one eighty. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the game that nobody's really talking about because it's just like a foregone conclusion. I'm telling you right now, the Oakland Raiders are gonna beat the Chiefs this weekend. I know you think I'm crazy, and I've been on John Gruden's butt all year. But what he's done with that team, with they don't have a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. But what they do have is a bunch of players that are playing for their football coach and playing with some pride. And right now, I'm shocked. I am absolutely shocked at how well they've decided to start playing. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just trust, anger, uncertainty, or whatever. But I really think that the Raiders are a much better football team than what they were at the beginning of the season. And for them to be playing for their coach and for each other like that is magical. I'm telling you right now, the Chiefs, uh, they're overlooking this game. This is the ultimate trap game for them. And too much is at stake for them. I think John Gruden and his staff are going to drop some complicated defensive schemes for them. And I see them. I, I'm not saying it. I don't have no stake. No, I'm not vested in it. I think they're going to beat the Chiefs this weekend. I'm going to pull it's on It's going to shock you. I'm pulling on it. You know what, sir? <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm sir. I'm just saying. Uh, but in all seriousness, when I was looking at that game, that's a game I circled for the Chiefs. I said, it's not going to be an easy win. I don't think that Oakland's going to go the full route and upset them, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Oakland's going to be prepared to play that game. They're not getting blown out anymore. So I agree with you from that standpoint. Yeah. I, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Um, you're right, though. Oakland has been playing better the past couple of weeks. It's a shame they couldn't have done this in the beginning of the it's year. It's really sad. But um, I still think Kansas City is going to win this game. They're going to pull it out win this game. Can we go back to the Eagles game really quickly? Yeah, so the Eagles are going to be playing against the Redskins. The Redskins. I think the Bears are going to beat the Vikings. And as much as I've been on, because you knew guys not talk about Kirk Cousins, so he better win this game. Kirk, you oh, better. Oh, he has to. That's, that's what they brought him here bro, for. Bro, you for better win this like game. This. You have no choice. But if they lose this game and the Eagles get in the playoffs, they could go back to Super Bowl. No, there, there, there are a lot of – the Eagles are one of those teams that's a dangerous team. They're not afraid of anybody. The Chargers are, you know, a dangerous team. I don't, I don't know if I can say they're dangerous because I say that the Chargers are dangerous because they have to – they have proven this year that they can win the big game as opposed to last the last couple of years that they've yeah. done it. So they're a dangerous team. But it, it's a lot of parity in the NFL like we talked about. If Philadelphia does make it into the playoffs, yes, that is a team to look out for. I, I think Dallas is a team to look out for too, honestly. I really do. I think their defense has played well enough and proven that they can play with the Saints. So I think they're a dangerous team too. And the reason why I even mentioned Philadelphia, from Chicago's vantage point, they really control their own destiny as far as who they play. They can basically, they wouldn't do it. They can kind of throw it in this week and let Minnesota win and say, we'll see you guys back in Chicago. Because you don't want to show them too much. 
Because if Minnesota wins, they're going to play right again the next week and they're just in Chicago. Or you want to see the Eagles and you just kind of, you know, put everything into this game, beat the brakes out of Minnesota if you can, or just get the win, avoid seeing Minnesota and then catch the Eagles. But they're going to see the Eagles or they're going to see the Vikings. Yeah. If I'm the Bears, I don't want to show the Vikings too much, particularly from my defenses. From a defensive standpoint, I've already seen you twice. In the, I'm, I've already seen you once in the regular season. I'm not going to show you everything uh, in the, the last game of the season the just to see up. you just to yeah. see you in the playoffs. Um, if I'm the Bears, you got to play this one kind of careful. You can't show them everything. You gotta kind of just rein it in a little bit. Mm. But they want to win, though, right? I mean, I mean, the, the Rams matter. are not gonna lose to the 49ers. They're gonna play the 49ers. I don't think they're gonna lose that game. So those are all the important games we went through in yeah. the NFL. So we can move on to the NBA, right? Well, we can go on to the NBA, but can we just say thirteen and two, thirteen and two, six and nine, six and nine, five and ten? What is that? Let's play Jeopardy. What is that? 13 and 2, 6 and 9, 6 and 9, 5 and 10. That would be what we thought was the best division in the league, right? Okay. No, 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 not we. Not we. Can you can you rephrase that? We meaning me and Chris. Okay. That's plural. I mean, that's Okay, yeah, but we just so so for the listeners just so that way they don't think I don't want to be included in that. So whatever whatever division you thought was the best was not the best in the league either. AFC South is the best division in the league. No, they're not. AFC South is not. Okay, let me ask you this. What division is hosting Sunday night football? For the first time? (laughs) (laughs) For the first time? (laughs) For the first time ever? It doesn't matter. Yeah, for the first time. You know what's so funny? I can see NBC executives saying, damn, (laughs) they don't want to play that game. That's funny. Yeah, so anyway. I just I just wanted to make for sure that you guys realize that your division, instead of being the best division in football, was absolutely the worst division. It's not the worst division. Record wise, by far. The AFC South? No, no, no. Oh, it's the other one. No, no, that's by far. It's a bad division. No, no, it's the worst. And it's no the worst division is NFC East. No, sir. You want to count can we just count wins? No, we're talking about who's the worst. Can we just count wins? Twenty eight wins total. Twenty eight wins total. And that's thirteen of them came from one team. Just saying. So what division has the most wins in the NFL? That's a very good question. I, I can figure that out, but it was not the not the NFC uh NFC South. Might be the AFC West. With the Chiefs and the Chargers. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking it's the AFC, AFC South. The AFC West has the AFC South thirty two gonna... victories. The AFC West has thirty two. And it's gotta be the AFC South. The Texas AFC are... South has thirty three. Yeah. Yeah. They have thirty three. <laughs> but that wasn't part of the conversation. Well, we're talking about what the best division in the league is right now, right? But that's not—that's not what we talked about. Well, you use it as an example as far as on the, on the flip side, as far as the worst division. Maybe the NFC West was better than the worst. We have 11 and the Cardinals are three and twelve. Oh, those are those are definitely the two of the worst teams <laughs> in the league, though. Yeah, but it wasn't your all right prediction? So, talking about worst to the best, don't you don't. <laughs> Don't you even. Don't you even. Don't even. So, on the flip side, NBA. NBA talk, right? Can we talk NBA, Trey? I've been trying to talk NBA. You didn't want to talk about it. What? You didn't want to talk about it. What? The tape is marked. The tape is marked. Hey, man. Can we refresh refresh the listener's memory? Hey, whatever you want to talk about on this podcast, man, you got got free will, man. Can we refresh refresh everyone's memory about about the, what? The conversation we had the last podcast. The listeners might we know what we're together. talking about. They're like, they what do. are y'all talking about? Can we refresh your memory? Okay, so first let me just mention what the topic is, okay. the discussion is right now, okay? okay. Please. Okay. So the Dallas Mavericks, right? 
No, not the Dallas Rockets. The Houston Rockets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Houston Rockets have won eight of their last nine games. James Harden has scored over 30 points in the last eight games. Eight games. Right. 35 um, and I think four or five straight games. Right. So the topic Six right now, games. are the Rockets back on track? That's all, that's all I'm Can asking. I say something? I'm going to steal the smart boy, Trey. They're back. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I mean, let's be real. I mean, everybody always says the same thing. The NFL, NFL, the NBA starts on Christmas. That's when the season starts. That's not what everybody says. Everybody says that. The beginning of the NBA season is during Christmas. Nobody says that. The NBA season starts (laughs) during Christmas. And everybody had the Rockets dead. You watch all of the pundits all over TV. They said the Rockets are dead. Chris Paul's hamstring, they're done. James Harden shouldn't have won MVP. He shouldn't have. That's fine. Then what is my brother doing now? What do you call him? Jimmy? Jimmy. Well, he's getting buckets. <laughs> you shoot six, that much. Six straight games of over thirty-five points. Uh, over thirty-five points. He's getting. I think Kobe Bryant had thirteen straight. I think he's going to get close to that. The Rockets are only three games out on the loss column from the number one seed. Let me tell you something. I had the privilege of taking my employees to the Jazz game a few weeks ago, and what I saw Jimmy do was. I want to say he scored 50 or 51. It was so embarrassing. As an NBA fan, it wasn't even funny. His whole flopping and his whole arm sweep thing, that to me, it's like literally making a mockery of the basketball. Like it is the most frustrating thing I have ever witnessed. Bigger than Ginobili's flopping. I mean, like I don't understand. Like it is, and I mean, there was one play where even the the people in the arena started laughing because they reshowed a, a play of him allegedly getting fouled. Mm-hmm. Nobody touched him. Donovan Mitchell did not touch him, and the referees called a foul. And to me, that's not basketball, man. And like, and he he looks like he's dying every time. And to get to the free throw line that way, man, it's just you know, it's sad. You he know, should you, if, 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 until the NBA starts finding him, he's not going to stop. You doing know, what it. makes me so mad when people talk about James Harden. What? It's that right there. That he haters. does it. James Harden, everybody says he's a flop artist. Well, you, I watch the Rockets every day. I have the network. So when the Rockets are, James Harden gets fouled more than any other player uh, no, in the I, NBA. I, I, and I it's disagree. not even close. I disagree. And he never complains about it. What does he do? He gets up and he flexes on him. James Harden is the most talented offensive player. I'm going to send you a video. I'm going to send you a video of the. That's of fine. I mean, everybody everybody has their moments of bad plays. No, there's a lot. Everybody got him. LeBron got him. Everybody has There's a lot. Man. All of those. It's James Harden is the most complete offensive player I think you will ever see. Oh, boy, Offensive stop. player. Boy, Offensively, stop. you cannot stop him. Please. You can't. What other player do you know? Let's think about this. James Harden, for all intents and purposes, is a ball hog. The way he plays. It's the way the system is designed, but he's a ball hog by design. What other player can carry the load like he does and to such efficiency? He's one of the more efficient players in the league the way he plays. I don't know. I've never Not seen, lately. I've lately, never seen lately he's taking a lot of shots. I've never seen a superstar go 0 for 21 in the playoffs from three-point range. I've never seen that in my life. I mean, in 43 years, I've never seen that in my I mean, life. So I, mean, I don't know how efficient to me, that to me, to me, that's fine. Everybody wants to bring up, okay, in the playoffs. I'm just saying, I've never All seen I know it. is this. When you have to carry a team the way he's carrying, like, let's acknowledge this right now. He is carrying this team. And there's nobody. Clint Capella's having an all-star year. Shout out to Clint because he should be in the all-star game with the way he's playing. Real talk. 17 and 11, he's playing excellent. But James Harden is carrying this team without any other superstar. He doesn't get the credit. Every time you want to give him credit, somebody's always saying, oh, he flops too much. Oh, he gets to the line too much. Bro, you can't score six straight games over 35 points, nine straight games scoring over 30 points, and just say, oh, it's flopping. If no, homeboy's balling. No. He's shooting 44% from three right now. 
I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, when you shoot Give 20 free throws a game because you're flopping like that. It's not flopping. Yeah. It's not flopping, yes, man. Yes, it is. What he does is he puts the ball out I mean, there and people keep taking the bait. No. You can't put that on him. I disagree. It's a foul. When you grab a man's hand when he's going up for a layup, it's a foul. It's no. I disagree. I, I just, I, I just, I can't keep hating on him. During the playoffs, you can, you can say whatever you want during the playoffs. I'm all good with that. Go all day, but during the regular season and right now, he's balling. Yeah, so I'm not taking anything away from that man. It's interesting you talk about the playoffs because that's where the problem is for James Harden. His game does not translate in the playoffs. Once the playoff stops, he or starts. I mean, he's not going to get as many calls as he is right now in a regular season. But I do agree with you. The man is balling. Without James Harden right now, the Rockets are not in the playoff race. Point blank and simple. Yeah. So James Harden in the past month or so, he has been the MVP of the league in my eyes. He does get a lot of hate. And I think right now he's actually feeding off that hate. Because, I love it. Yeah, I, I, love I love it, love too. It, I love it, too. I mean, look, not all, you know, you talk about Jordan. You talk about, you know, all these other players, Kobe. Their games were were pure. Let's, let's put it that way. They had pure games. I can't hate James Harden because he finds a way to get you to follow him. If they're going to call it, they're going to call it. Yeah. You know, some of his flopping, you know, it is out of hand sometimes. But a lot of people in the NBA flop. So I can't hate on James Harden for that. The number one thing I want to say right now is he has been the best player in the league, hands down, for the past month or so. Yeah. MVP right now. Yeah. And there's no doubt about that. My, my thing with James Harden. We got pregnancy tests outside. For I mean, you can say, which I, you already know me. When it comes to playoff times, I'm one of the most vocal people about what Harden needs to do better in the playoffs. But I'm done hating on him. For like, it's just not natural. It's not a time right now. It's not, this is not the time for me to hate, hate on him. That's just, I just, I can't do it right now. No, At this no, moment right now, nobody, he's no one, need, no one needs to hate, but just call it what it is. There's a hardened rule in effect right now for the last year and a half because of what he does. And now, he's so and now that they start, now that they started calling those on the floor, he doesn't do it as much. The most deadly move he has is the step back three pointer that he takes, and he doesn't have to flop and try and draw contact that's not there. I hate, I hate it when Tim Duncan did it. I hate it when Manu Ginobili did it. That whole flailing like you that that, that pisses me off, and that's not basketball. But see, the point, the it's point, not basketball. Marcus Smart the, does the it. It's not basketball. The point we're trying to make right now, though, is this: I'm not necessarily disagreeing with anything you have to say, but this is the timing of it. Anyone who says anything negative about James Harden right now is a hater. That's how I feel. You're not only you're a hater, but another you know, <laughs> thing is, I want you to keep saying it because what happened after the game on Sunday? He said they asked James, or well, I think it's yesterday. Do you think of MVP? He said everybody has a lot to say about me. Mm-hmm. Keep talking. Yeah, they said he said hate. People I mean, hate on him because yeah. they hate on him. And they are. And, they are. and it's like the whole Rockets team is feeding off right, of it. Right. And they have this attitude right now. It's kind of nasty. Yeah. They're playing that way. If they can bottle this energy they have, they're not going to beat the they'll Warriors. Be a, Nobody knows a, that. They'll but be a seven seed and. I mean, that's. I mean, if that's your opinion, we'll that's fine. About, we'll talk about the Warriors later. But if you, if they can bottle that energy, in particular the way the end of the way the the Western Conference is, especially where they are in the loss column, only a couple of games out of it, right? Three games out of it, if they go on a little run here, particularly against the teams that they're playing against those playoff teams, and they beat them, they can end up as a two seed easily. And, what, is, and what will that guarantee him? Not a damn thing. No, you're right because because the Western Conference. No, you're right because the Western Conference is so close. But the thing is. Just what you're saying, because it's so close, maybe that game seven at home. Nobody's talking about the Warriors here. <laughs> you know Nobody's talking about the Warriors here. <laughs> but a game seven at home against the Thunder or a Lakers or a Nuggets or any of those teams other than the Warriors, you could win. Mm-mm. And then against the Warriors, you just do what you did last year. It's a toss-up. Maybe you get lucky. Maybe somebody gets hurt. Maybe Kevin Durant punches somebody. I don't know. But you want to give yourself <laughs> the opportunity for that. 
And that's that's what the, the Rockets look like they're potentially in a position to do. I'm just happy the Rockets were able to find a way to turn I'm it around. I'm sure you are. I already yeah, told you they're, they're, really very, they're a very unpredictable team to me. At that point in time, they're unpredictable. I didn't know if they were going to lose a straight or do what they did now. <laughs> I didn't even know what they were going to do. But the key was James Harden. Yeah. He's turned it on. And that's a different Rockets team I'm seeing right now as opposed to the beginning of the year, and, especially at home. Nobody's scared of the Rockets. Nobody's scared of anybody no. in the NBA other than the Warriors. But I will say this. The addition of Austin Rivers oh, Austin Rivers has been point guard. No, he has been huge. And I was completely and utterly wrong about Michael Carter Williams. <laughs> I am done with that dude. Yeah. He is – the game has passed him up. Yeah. Like if he, if he would have came in that during was that the, amazing bench the 90s – Oh, yeah. But I, what did I just say, Trey? I'm just saying. You want to put poo on top of poo. It is. Basically, I'm already pooing on myself. <laughs> <laughs> you going to put poo on top of poo. <laughs> Give me a break, bro. Damn. I just said I was, I was wrong about Michael Carter. You wrong about a lot of the people on y'all's team. So you're putting more poo on more poo. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he, he has not lived up to what I thought that he would add to this Rockets team. But Austin Rivers is playing good on yeah, both sides. Games. He's played good two, two games. games. Okay, whatever. God, you are the you are the number one hater yeah, of the no, Rockets no, in the world. No, y'all are being typical, typical Houstonians right what now. What is typical right now? Typical Houstonians. What, what's the fact right now? The fact a, 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 is the three Rockets. Three weeks ago, I couldn't get you to talk about the Rockets. You didn't want to mention the name. Who's my favorite basketball team in the NBA? Who is it? Who am I a fan? The Rockets. Of? I'm a fan of the Rockets. So when the Rockets are doing bad, yes, it's going to be hard for me to talk about them. <laughs> all right. No doubt. You didn't want to talk about it, bro. I, I asked you just I to talked a little bit. I did. I said a little bit about it. <laughs> and now, and now, and now that they're winning. Now. Well, now that they're winning. No, it's not just that they're winning. They had a okay. little, like a little three-game winning streak we, we, before we're gonna this. Talk, we're going to talk, the we're gonna they, talk they, during the rodeo. Okay. We will talk during the rodeo. We'll talk. All-star game. We'll see what happens. All right. So we did. Let's talk about your team real quick, the Lakers. The Lakers ha- uh, had an impressive win against the Warriors when um, LeBron went down. Then they... Came back and lost to the Kings, the Kings. recently. Game winning shot. shot. Yeah, it was a nice shot. Um, but the Lakers, I mean, the Lakers, they have a good core of players. I, I do like the way the Lakers play. But are you at all concerned now that LeBron is out I was, with the groin injury? I was more concerned with Rajon Rondo missing with LeBron than I was just LeBron. If LeBron was out by himself, it sucks. I mean, dude's almost averaging a triple double this season. That, that, Hurts that would hurt any team, but to lose him and Rajon Rondo can't do it. The Lakers haven't played. I don't. I, I want to see they haven't played six games, six consecutive games with their top eight players this season. Yeah, they haven't. It's either been suspensions or injuries. Rondo was out for five weeks. Ingram was suspended. Rondo was suspended. Um, Ingram was hurt again. Now LeBron is hurt. Rondo's hurt. Javale McGee has been out. Like they're getting. They're really truly trying to get battle tested right now. That game last night. They should have won that game. There's no, Brandon Ingram did exactly what the Lakers have been doing all season, and LeBron's the biggest culprit, missing free throws. They're shooting 69% from the free throw line, the worst team in the NBA. And he had a chance to go up by three points, and he bricked the, the second free throw. Brandon Ingram, for me specifically, I mentioned him in the beginning of the year, he's a guy that the Lakers need to trade sooner rather than later because he still has some mystery around him on whether or not he can be a star, but that's eroded every single day. He looks more and more like a, just a, an average player, and at the very best, he can have a couple good nights. That's my biggest thing with the Lakers. Everybody else kind of plays their role. Brandon Ingram is an anomaly to me. I don't know what the hell I'm going to get from him from day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Kuzma is a stud. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Uh, my guy, the light skinned dude, comes off the bench. He shoots the threes. <laughs> I'm looking at Trey because you, you love about? the squad. I'm talking about the Lakers. The light skinned dude that yeah, shoots threes. Heart, heart. Oh, oh that's good defense. Yeah. I love him. That guy's a service. If the Rockets can get, if I can handpick anybody from the Lakers, I would take Josh Hart in it. Heartbeat, because that dude is good. Um, every, everybody seems to know the role. Even Zubich, what's his name? That Zubox. Guy. Zubox. This dude's <laughs> going off. You know what I'm saying? Well, but the, the my biggest issue with the Lakers, and I said it all year, is Brandon Ingram. You, That's my. You my mentioned opinion. somebody who Zubak said that when he when Rondo was hurt, Rondo worked the pick and roll, and they played through a bunch of three on three games, and he's come out averaging 16, 17 points a game since he's been able to fill in for ja- Javale McGee. Yeah. But without any consistency in that lineup with a younger lineup, yeah. that's a problem. So. I really, really, really anticipate a couple of things happen. One or two things happening. Either the Lakers pulling a blockbuster trade and getting somebody like Anthony Davis around the all-star break because the, the Pelicans know they're going to lose him anyway, or them signing a veteran, i.e. Carmelo Anthony, to help these kids get down the stretch or or make at least make it while LeBron's gone. Carmelo's don't gone. Don't do it. If they don't have, don't I, do I, it. I, think that you're, I think you're wrong. I think with with proper leadership, I think with proper leadership, Sound I think like somebody. I think Carmelo would look a, a little bit ago. different. <laughs> I think he'd be a little bit different. But I, I, I'm, I'm shocked that he's not a Laker already. The moment that LeBron was hurt and they knew that he was going to be out, they, if they don't have some type of veteran leadership, they're the exact same team they were last year. Carmelo which Anthony, was good. Carmelo Anthony is not a veteran leader. I bro. think right now Carmelo Anthony knows that if he doesn't change his approach to playing basketball, he's never going to play basketball but again. How, but he's that's, already that's playing with why, Chris Paul. That's like, why he did, he's not the rocket right now because he wouldn't change his approach. Well, I, if I, he would have changed his approach, he's not going to do it. In, in a month, it's it's okay. Look, I really did not want to talk about Carmelo Anthony in this pocket. I do think the Rockets scapegoated him and put all the blame. I on disagree. Him. I, I, I do, disagree. I do I think that, but I do also think that the Rockets came to him and say, "Hey, this is what we want you to do. We want you to play this role." And he said, "No, I can't do that." And that's why they didn't scapegoat him. <laughs> this is my thing, though. This is why I ultimately respect Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey went to him. There's no doubt and said, "This is the new role you have because we have players." You can't play this role. It's clear. And he said no. So Darren Morey said, okay, you're out of here. He wasn't going to yeah, waste but, a minute with it. But he's not playing with LeBron James. He's not playing but with LeBron playing James. But he's playing with the point not, guard, Chris Paul, and he still not, didn't get it right. He's not playing with LeBron James. He's not playing in the greatest basketball, arguably the greatest basketball city or or atmosphere that you could possibly play in. Are those, and those are good things for so, him? So listen. Yeah, listen. Look, LeBron James LeBron what, James is the greatest player on the planet. So, But he's not the easiest player to play with. But you're not listening to me right now. Right now, what Carmelo Anthony would have to do if he went to that Lakers squad right now, if LeBron James is going to be out for any extended period of time, he's going to have that limelight to be able to be the person that he wants to be. He's going to have the opportunity. He's never had that opportunity in Houston. He really didn't have that opportunity in Orlando. I mean, I'm sorry, in in Oklahoma City. If he goes to the Lakers and he's just that the man for three weeks, two and a half weeks, three weeks until LeBron comes back healthy, I think the Lakers find a role for him to be able to play in, and he rides off into the sunset as a Los Angeles Laker. Oh, so you're saying he has three weeks of vacation time. I can give you that. What do you mean vacation time? No, no. He's saying he's going to come in. You're saying he's going to come in while LeBron's hurt, mm-hmm. be the guy for about three weeks, and then right, they're going to get rid of him. After no, I didn't that. say get rid of him. I'm just saying, like, after that, he. I think he will say, you know what? He will earn that amount of money, and he'll <laughs> no, come off the bench. Yes, he will. No, you no, had no, me, no, you no. had me with the vacation time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely man, will. But not, not, not. Mm-hmm. I guarantee no, you. No, Bro, sir. you were in Houston. Mm-hmm. Who in the hell wants to play basketball in Houston? Mm-hmm. Look. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Your scenario is correct. No, 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 no. Oh, we're not going to let him get away with that. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm not going to let this man get away with that. Look, anyway. I'm from Houston. Look, if your scenario is correct, then it's going to be even worse than what it was in Houston. If you give Carmelo a bone and say, hey, you're the star right now. You're, we're going to ride off will this you, through you, you. Will you offer me a public once, apology if once, I'm right? 
What? Will you offer me a public no, apology no, no. if I'm, I'm right? not? Wait, remember, I said your vacation time strategy works for me. I'm fine. I think he will thrive in that role. I mean, he's a scorer. But once vacation is over, oh, on return, right? That's where you're gonna. I, I'm and not, then, I'm, you, I'm and not then you, you tell Carmelo that he has a different role, which you probably will agree to. But then when that role diminishes and say, you know what, you're not <laughs> working well in that role. We got you to do something else. He's going to do the same well, thing. You know, if you and can, you know Rondo don't pull bro, punches. If you can get, Rondo's going to say, bro, you're garbage. Listen, <laughs> if, if he could give you the same thing that KCP is giving you off the bench, you could trade KCP and somebody else for some additional talent. The yeah, they absolutely. Yeah. You'd be a fool not to take KCP right now. Yeah. But if you can get Carmelo at a discount and then get uh, like go up KCP or put him in the mix to free up some cap space or do something for another to get another player, I think Carmelo be like, you know what? I'll do this. I'll do this because he knows when LeBron comes off the floor, he's gonna be the way the Rockets play. The, D'Antoni's got to figure it out. When there's not a lot of time where Harden and Paul are on the floor at the same time, yeah. so no matter what, Carmelo was never really part of that picture, and he was still averaging 13 points a game with the, with his role that he had with the with LeBron off the floor. Those young guys are gonna be look. They, those kids want to learn. Man, I'm telling you, I watch almost every single Laker game. Those kids are last night against the Kings. They were looking for somebody to shoot the ball. I mean, they were they they were barely getting the ball across midcourt at 16 seconds because they weren't. I think they're still in that deer in the headlights and they're expected to win basketball game. That's games that's now. where I agree with you. The Owls and they mention, need that veteran leader. I was gonna mention Rondo. That hurt Rondo, and I know we're not talking about legacy. He'll never be mentioned as one of the greatest because during the regular season, he isn't. But there's moments where you can tell where Rondo turns it on. During that Laker game when the Lakers brought it, well, when the Warriors brought it back to two, yeah. Rondo didn't come off the floor for the rest of the game. I was like, what happened to Lonzo Ball? Like, nah, play. And, and Ron- Lonzo wasn't <laughs> playing bad either. No, he wasn't. But it was, just, it was Rondo time, and he took over. All I know is when I was watching that, <laughs> I know Rockets fans would kill me, but can you imagine? Game six, game seven for Rockets playing the Warriors. If we had a Rondo, somebody just says, oh, yeah. I'm going to control the game. He can win you a game. Absolutely. Which is why if all the teams of the Lakers could 2000- fear, it would be not so much LeBron. I mean, obviously you feel LeBron. But if Rondo's in that mode with a good team, because Rondo really almost did it to them last year with the Pelicans. When they played last season, he controlled at least one of those games when they won. But now you have cats like Kuzma, Josh Hart, um, LeBron. If 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 Rondo can't get back and they don't sign a veteran to help those kids out, Tyson Chandler, I love him to death, but he's not a ball handler. He's not anybody that's going to calm the game down. The Lakers will find themselves dropped to the 10th or 11th seed until LeBron gets back because the it's the exact same team we had last year. No different, minus Julius Randle. I'm telling you. It's the it, exact same team. The, the recipe is not getting Carmelo. The recipe I'm just, is the, what's trade, a better veteran? trading uh, with Ingram. That is what's a better veteran out there to add to this team right now? Without getting rid of one of the major pieces, because you can't get a bu- rid of a bunch of pieces but the, with what, LeBron not there. The, 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 the two words you used for Carmelo were veteran leader. I don't, I don't know where the leader part comes into that part. <laughs> I, I, I thought I said veteran pieces. I may have said veteran leader. <laughs> you said leader. leader. So, Car- I mean, let's not, let's not get it twisted. Carmelo hasn't asked to be. Carmelo hasn't he's been not asked a leader, to be. Bro. He, no one, on, when's man. the last time he's been asked to be a leader of basketball team? See, this is my problem with Carmelo Anthony. Okay. I don't feel like he can be trusted. The scenario you're throwing out right there, yeah. right now, I've had the same scenario for him in Houston. The, the, he never he, had that if, chance if, in Houston. But if his number one thing is to win a championship, which is not, obviously it's not, because you have a Houston Rocket team that went to the Western Conference Finals without you last year. They brought you on. They took a chance on you. He could probably still score 13 points a game with whatever role they decide to put him in. And he said, no, I don't want to play that role. 
So I don't personally, I don't trust Carmelo Anthony right now. Right. So him he going to LA, him going to LA. No, okay. So LA, bigger lights, everything like that. If he goes to LA, his downfall might even be. Right now, is just is subtle, it's nice. But if he goes to LA and he busts, yeah. it's gonna be bad. And that's why I can see because all the things you're saying because it is LA. The spotlight's on him with LeBron, Rondo there. I, I just I can't I can't see it. It can't go worse than what it did here in Houston because nobody even really knows what happened. Nobody. We can all speculate. We everything happened. else. We, we, we know, know that Rockets right. know what happened. Right, but we also know that that he was he was truly, truly, truly the scapegoat. Like, and not just him. No, but I, even, I, I said that. Even I, I NBA thought he was a scapegoat. No, I thought he was a scapegoat. I did. But, but I, this, I, but this I do. is the thing that everybody from Houston knows this. They don't talk about it in the media, but they had a meeting. Chris Paul, James Harden, Carmelo Anthony, Daryl Morey, Mike D'Antoni. Everybody knows this. His best friend asked him, "Yo, this is the role you're going to play." And he said, "No." Right. And he came, what do you want I, to do? I, I believe he what came. What do you want the Rockets I to do? I believe he came here under false pretenses, and he thought he was going to have an opportunity to play, and he didn't. And I mean, even the time that he did play, he didn't play well. My point is this: he didn't play well. That, right. That and that is the key. Whenever you're playing on a, a basketball team, NFL team, whatever professional sports team you're playing, if you do not play well in that role, what is wrong with the person? Your best friend saying, "Hey, let's try another role." So listen, this is this. What's is, wrong with that? Let's just say that. Let I'm me, just asking you that question. Right, What's I, wrong I with don't that? think he didn't play well. I thought he played decent no, he, for the amount of time he, that he, 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 he didn't, didn't play, play well. well. Didn't okay, play well. so my point is this: sometimes one man's trash is another man's treasure. All I'm telling you is this. That's what the Rockets thought. Okay, you're still trash, but it's not the Rock. We're not the Rockets. We have, we're more talented overall than the Rockets are. Overall, the we Lakers have more. The Lakers. the Lakers have more talent overall than the Rockets do. And I think it'll be a. It's a different type of basketball game. It's a different pace. It's a. They share the ball a little bit more. I mean, that's not a ball dominant. The reason why I wouldn't throw him in that mix, I think Luke Walton's already having issues thinking about who's going to play and who's not going to play. When you throw in on Carmelo Anthony, you're asking Luke Walton to do. Let too me tell much. you something. I'm, Le- I'm being serious. When, I think you're asking when him to LeBron do too much. T- when LeBron James, the worst thing that happened for the Lakers was probably for LeBron James to get hurt and to be able to sit back. And, and talk a little bit more and be focused on stuff that's not preparing for a basketball game every day. Yeah. When that man comes out and flat out says, yeah, I'd love to play with Carmelo, but I'm, and I quote, I'm not putting pressure on anybody. I'm not in anybody's office telling them they need to sign Carmelo, but I would love to play with Carmelo. That was the point. Now he's not there. He watched that game last night, was probably throwing stuff at his own TV because of the way the Lakers blew that game. I think now he's probably going to be like, look, man. I don't really know how long I really did feel this pop. I know that you guys haven't really told them how bad this injury is. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to go out like this. I think we got a chance. Let me get healthy. I get, I think he's going to put some pressure on Magic, and Mac is going to have to. He has to do something. So if it's not Carmelo, it's somebody else who's going to play that so identical my role. Point being but is I don't know who it is. That's not the best option for you right now. Well, name, a better one. name a better one. Trade for someone else, but name not Carmelo. No, no, I can't, not you can't Carmelo. get rid of the pieces you have. Hey, that's a better option to me than picking up Carmelo. Now, I I disagree. I totally disagree. I, we had, we missed the boat with Ariza again. Um, we let him get away for next to nothing. Yeah. Uh, and hell, you guys wanted to get Austin Rivers in the deal. Um, the way it all panned out. Yeah. Um, hell, I would have rather them you know get somebody like that. But I'm telling you, they're they they'll be if they could stay within like the 10th, 11th seed until LeBron gets back. I think they'll be all right. But if they go into, they play the Clippers tonight, um, which is going to be a tough game for them. But if they if they lose too many games, they're gonna find themselves on the outside looking in, and this is the first serious injury LeBron's had. So mm. I think this is something that he's gonna want to take to look. Absolutely, yeah. but more he than, has to. He has right, to. But more than LeBron, they have to. They can't have him and Rondo missing. And we, I like, I want to say six games is five or six games is the max that they've had their initial eight nine guys playing. Other than that, it's been a toss up. Yeah, it's and it's 
It sucks. It okay. sucks. So the last topic of discussion, um, NBA, should the Warriors be worried right now at this stage, NBA? Like, should it be worried about not repeating as champions? No. And they, they, they have a lot to be worried about. They're worried about where they're going to celebrate in, in July, in June. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where Durant might decide to go. Mm-hmm. Um, what type of banners are going to hang up in the new stadium right. in San Francisco? Are you as confident now as you were, you know, when we were impregnating them <laughs> on our last <laughs> podcast be above to go? Are you as, are you as confident now? Yeah. And particularly because of the rest of the NBA. Okay. So, you know, we're big on the Rockets. The Rockets are clearly not as good. The Lakers are a team matchup-wise that you think, but we just talked about the Lakers. They could be on the outside looking in, particularly if LeBron re-aggravates his injury by coming back too early. They have no shot. Mm-hmm. The Nuggets aren't beating them. Let's be real. The, the Nuggets don't have the talent on that team to beat them. Mm-hmm. They don't have the talent. They don't play at the pace that they will need to play at. They have no shot. I mean, who would beat them? The only thing they could possibly worry about is Kawhi Leonard. Right in the Raptors, mm. but it's not even a guarantee that the Raptors even get to the finals. Right, they have nothing to worry about. I, th- I think they have something to worry about. I on, do. On Christmas Day, Le- having a, I, I, it was the first time this season as a Laker, I felt the LeBron effect. I felt like, damn, like having him on the team and him being unstoppable when he wants to be unstoppable truly gives you an advantage. He should have had a triple double at halftime. Yeah. Um. But it was like, damn, we really do have a big advantage. And then when he goes out and you see that lead just dwindle, but you see those kids playing with the fire that they play with, I I think that a healthy LeBron James will give them fits. But then I thought to myself, self, Boogie Cousins ain't even on the floor. Mm-hmm. And that changes the, the that does that changes change everything. <laughs> Zubox, I love him to death. But that, <laughs> that's not happening. Yeah. Those, those 13, 14 rebounds ain't happening with Boogie down there. Um, the blocks that he's got with Boogie out there being able to, you know, shoot that mid-range jump or even sitting outside the three-point line, that get, changes the game completely. You know what sucks the most for it? If Boogie wasn't a part of the team, Draymond's quietly having the worst season of his career. Quietly. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, he's loud. I don't know if he does anything quiet, but yeah. But when when Boogie gets back, that's that's over with. All that's over with. I mean, there's no, there's nothing that's going to change what they can do. Klay Thompson's not having a great season right now. We all know what he's going to do in the playoffs. Are we really worried about Klay Thompson? I'm not. I, that team is unbeatable. Their ace in the hole is Boogie there's, Cousins. Yeah, and yeah. like they're playing around right now without. I mean, without the the superstar lineup, which I think is a reason that you'll see a big move. Um, for, and I don't know that it'll be the Lakers, but the Pelicans are going to have to give up somebody. The the Pelicans are going to have to give up Anthony Davis, and they're going to get something in return. I yeah. think that will go to some team that will automatically make them a contender. So the, the Pelicans can't trade Boogie, not Boogie, um, AD to the Celtics this season. They can't do it because they already have a designated max player in Kyrie Irving. So the way they wrote the new CBA, right, he right, can't right. go there this season. Right. right. I don't think Boogie's not. I keep saying Boogie. I don't think AD's going anywhere this season unless it's to the Lakers. But I don't think the Pelicans are going to do that. I don't think they even want to do it. Not yet. I think they're going to have to be coerced to do it in next season unless LeBron comes with clutch sports and everybody's right. there like, yo, you're going to make this trade. I don't see it happening. I, I think there's going to be a big trade. I do agree with you. I think the Rockets could be one of those teams. They're always one of the – the Rockets already put out there, hey, we were willing to trade four first-round picks. Some team's going to say we had enough of one of our good enough stars. Maybe it's a Bradley Bill. Maybe it's some player like that, and they do the trade. And just match the numbers. You may mm-hmm. give up Eric Gordon or somebody like that. Will that make – does that change thing for the Warriors? No. I, I, but I do think a big trade is coming. Right. And I, I do think that's part of the equation for me as far as whether or not the Warriors should be worried or not. 
I'm just playing devil's advocate here for the most part because when Boogie Cousins does come into play, that that team, you know, they're stacked. We already talked about this. But let's say for some reason the Golden State Warriors fall off and they continue to play this subpar basketball and they fall to number four seed at worst. Now you look at the the possibility they have to play some role games against some pretty good teams. The, the three teams I look at that might give them some problems will be the Lakers, the Rockets, and OKC. That's because of the star power. Yeah. OKC, I've seen OKC. I've seen OKC play They're a lot. Good, man. They're Paul George. <laughs> They're good. No, Paul, Paul George, George is good. Paul George <laughs> is playing like a Westbrook s- is not. Westbrook yeah. is not good. But you you put Westbrook in the playoffs, come to play against the Warriors, even Denver. Denver being they were number one seed. The road for them to get there and then beat Toronto yeah. will be a lot harder road that they've had in the past. Yeah. This is me playing devil's advocate. I still think the Warriors are the best team in basketball. Blase, blase, blase. But those are those teams with LeBron being in LA, Harden being in um Houston, and you know, you have Paul George and Westbrook over there with the star power there. Those are the teams that I look at that might be able to knock them out of the playoffs. The only thing I'll say for Paul George is how many years are we removed from his injury? He finally looks like the Paul George that was matching right. LeBron right. toe for toe. No, he looked, he, the, the last time I saw him play, I was like, wow. Like Paul he George. Looks, he, he looks like Paul George. He's balling. He's balling. He's he looks balling. like the Paul George that was matching LeBron in yeah. the Eastern Conference with the Pacers. He looks healthy. Yeah, he, he he's scary. I mean, he's scary to me. But I think that a team um, that people are sleeping on, I'll give you two teams. In the Eastern Conference, people are really sleeping on the Indiana Pacers. I don't know why people don't believe in them. I know that. I mean, I know they're one game out of the number one seed in the in the in the East right now. Um, and they blew out the Detroit Pistons. They blew the, beat the Pistons by 37 points. Mm-hmm. Um, today, the Raptors lost to the Magic, but the team that I hate seeing doing well, and I'm just going to say, somebody told y'all that they were going to have a good season. Greg Popovich has the San Antonio Spurs looking like a good basketball team again. Uh, are they in the playoffs right now? The Spurs? They're one game yeah. out, I think. No, they're no, in. They're, they're in one right game now. out. Sacramento's number eight and right now. And that changed last night. No, they're not in right no, now. No, it changed it changed it because Sacramento beat the Lakers that yeah, game. Not, I'm telling AC. you right now, I'm I, if a team scares me the most right now, and I want to say they beat the Lakers three out of four times already. Mm-hmm. I think they're done with the Spurs. Um, but the, with the Spurs, man, oh, and it's coaching. They're not that athletic. I mean, Greg Popovich has them believing in the system. Uh-huh. I think teams need to f- watch out for them. I think I, they really need that. Um, so let's say this continues. Denver's number one. San Antonio's number eight. Woo. Denver's beating them tonight. <laughs> but the Spurs <laughs> beat them last night or the night yeah. before. Uh, that would be a great series. That would be a I great so. series. I think so. But I'm, I don't want to play the Spurs. Mm-mm. I, I just don't want to play right, them, man. There's, there's going to be a really good team left out in the West, though. I think we can all agree with that. Yeah, we talked about no, that. No, the West, like, the, the West is stacked, right, man. I, I, think the, I think the Jazz are going to figure it out eventually. They're going to come back. They're going to figure it out. Right now, they're 17 and 19, but they're going to figure it out. What happened to New Orleans, though, man? Like, at the beginning of the year, there were injuries, like injuries. always. Yeah. It's the same thing. So I'm telling you, they're going to get rid of Boogie. And, the, and New Orleans will become why, Lakers. Why is everybody calling Anthony Davis Boogie? Oh, why did I say that? They're going to get Anthony Davis. I have to do it. They're going to get rid of Anthony Davis, and they'll become L.A. Lakers Southwest or Southeast. Um and the, the Lakers will work out a deal with them, and Anthony Davis is going because if they because if I understand it correctly, if they don't trade him this year, next year he doesn't have to agree to a, 
a, a contract, and then he has the opportunity to opt out, and then they won't be able to sign and trade him. Yeah. The only time they're going to be able to sign and trade or, or get a deal, work him into a deal is if they do it this year. If they wait till next year and they already haven't agreed on a max contract, they're not going to be able to trade him. Well, they have. They really have effectively two years, but it's the same thing with the Kawhi Leonard effect. This year, next year, you mean? This year, yeah. So two years, because yeah. the same thing with Kawhi Leonard. Remember, Kawhi said Spurs are not signing your thing, your max extension. So then they knew, okay, well, we got to trade him. We have two years to do it. So the Pelicans can wait a year, or at least wait to the off season to do it. At the very least, and if you're really crazy, they wait to the middle next season to do it. I don't think that's yeah, that but crazy. but I don't think teams at this point in time. If you wait till this time next year, I don't know that teams. Um, you just wait. Right, they're just gonna wait him out, and mm-hmm. but that's what they did with Paul George. And yeah. all of a sudden, Paul George got traded to a team and stayed. Yeah. So I mean, the Lakers are thinking about that. Yeah. They didn't forget about Paul George, which is why I think they're gonna push it. Yeah. So it's the Pelicans, the Pelicans could play him like, nope, we're not gonna trade him. It's gonna be interesting, but I think as this, um, I think the NFL, I think there's a lot of parity, but I think after the first, the first two rounds of the playoffs, I think that's gonna be. I think we'll pretty much have an idea of mm-hmm. who's going to win yeah. the Super Bowl at that time yeah. based on what you said earlier, just the matchups. Like, yeah. not necessarily this team is that much better than them, but they're yeah. playing at home. Yeah. We got this. Yeah. So now I think is the time that the NBA talk is probably going to heat up. I think there'll be a couple of trades prior to the All-Star break or right around the All-Star break as we always get. Hopefully it's not like Boogie finding out, you know, in Charlotte, like, hey, you've been traded. Yeah. Um, but this is going to be, this is going to be special. It's gonna be. I think this this is gonna be special too. It's a great time to be a sports fan. Mm-hmm. A great time to be a sports fan. All I can say is that if Anthony Davis does find his way in L.A., that that's a dangerous team right there. Depends on who they give up to get him. That's true too. If you can just give up Brandon Ingram, mm-hmm. Josh Hart, <sighs> he's he'd be the guy. It'd be hard to let go, but you got to get rid of him. If I'm the but Pelicans, they gotta get, they gotta give some major piece. And then and then I also want Lonzo. If I'm the Pelicans, then I do the deal. If you're the Pelicans' standpoint, if you're the Lakers, you take the deal. No matter who they want, as long as they don't want LeBron, you can have anybody. Kuzma. I like Kuzma's. Well, they can't trade. I didn't put Kuzma in it. Kuzma's untouchable. <laughs> like I'm not trading Kuzma. I mean, if you're the Lakers, if you really want to win, you cannot trade Kyle Kuzma. Can't do it. So if if you were to get traded this year, you can only really look at in the Western Conference. Really, just two teams, right? That would that would get him this year if he were traded this year. Yeah, just not many teams to be able to trade for. Right. Him. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Yeah. This is. <laughs> Unless the the Thunder wanted to trade uh, Paul George for him, they wouldn't do that. That's just diminishing returns at that point. Right. right? Yeah. So, they wouldn't do that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the Pelicans would do that. They don't have many options. They don't have many options. Yeah. So it's going to mm-hmm. be uh, the Pelicans want to get somebody they can lock up. Yeah. So that's why uh, the Paul George trade they would be all over absolutely. That. But they're they're not going to get that though. They're not going to get a superstar return. No, but if they can get some young talent that. You know, mm-hmm. some budding young talent that they could lock up for a couple of years, they'll be all right with that. Four first, four first round picks. Shout out to the Rockets. Rockets. <laughs> Almost cursed. I would do it. Eric Gordon, four first round picks for Anthony Davis. I would do it. That would be woof. Bet. Capella and Anthony Davis? Wouldn't work. Okay, you can give you can give him so you can give him Capella too. Nah, I would that is it. actually pretty good. From the Pelicans. That would be a great view. trade. That'd be a good that would be a good trade. Eric Gordon, Capella, four first round Capella, picks. Capella, Gordon, and two first round draft picks. Or three first round draft picks. Because yeah. Capella's a Capella's be, worth the first be round. Win win for the Rockets, man. You win, think win. so? Hell yeah. Capella's, I don't, Capella's I don't, not that guy. I, but it, the way the Rockets play, I, like that, I think I think Anthony Davis would kill James Harden. Like he's not gonna be out there running <laughs> <laughs> if they were smart, he would. I ain't doing that, player. He ain't gonna he, do it. Like would, that. Yeah, like Trey said, if they were smart, they would. If Anthony Davis comes to the Rockets and just plays the system and make his life 
a whole lot simpler. Yeah. But anyway. Guys, um, thank you guys for listening to the podcast today. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, please subscribe. You can do that on Podbeam. That's newchannelsports.podbeam.com. Or you go to our website. That's newchannelsports.com. That's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. Once again, thank you for listening. Do not forget to subscribe. Thanks for listening to the New Channel Sports Podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars and don't forget to subscribe.